Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. saying it like someone who believes it says turn it around for me say sooner or later it's turning around for me bow your heads church precious Holy Spirit we thank you for this morning thank you for the word that we receive from your presence Thank you because anytime we come before you, we are changed, we are transformed. Anytime we come before you, change happens to us. And we know today will not be an exception. So Lord, I ask, beyond the words that I would say, let your voice be heard in the name of Jesus. Beyond the words that I will say, let your spirit impart in the name of Jesus. We yield to you, Holy Ghost. Have your way today. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Just welcome someone beside you. Say welcome to church. Say I like what you're wearing. I like your shoes. Look at the person's shoes. Say those shoes are speaking in tongues. I like your shoes. I like what you're wearing. If it's a lady, say I like your hairdo. Glory to God. Are we having a great time? Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 18. Today, I want to talk about the Christian life, a life of faith. We've been studying um, some things about faith. Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men ought always to pray and not to lose heart. Luke 18. Verse 2 saying that there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Verse 6 Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect? Who cry out day and night to him. Though he bears long with them. I tell you. That he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless. When the son of man comes. Will he really find faith. On the earth. Our Christian walk. Is a walk of faith. It's a journey of faith is a stretch of faith. It's a life of faith. Faith is what you and I have and we live by every day as believers. Faith is what stretches us, what pushes us. Jesus gave a parable And he started his parable by saying, men ought always to pray and not to lose heart. Men ought, another translation says, and not give up. And then he went further to, to, to give the, the parable about the judge who did not fear God, did not fear man. And then a widow who was in need of the judge's help and said, avenge me, avenge me. And kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And the judge said, you know what? 
I'm high and mighty, but this woman keeps coming to me. Let me avenge her lest she wearies me. And at the end of the whole thing, Jesus said, will I find faith on the earth? He didn't say, will I find love? Will I find peace? Will I find happiness? Will I find all those other things? But he said, will I find faith when I come? When I come. I told us the other day that faith is the tool that you and I use to access the things that grace has made available for us. Faith is the tool that we use to take and lay hold of everything grace has made available for us. It's the God kind of faith. It's the kind of faith just like God has it. God's kind of faith. That's what we use to access what's in the positive supernatural. You know the Bible calls us children of the supernatural. It says we are not children of the slave woman. We're not children of the bond woman. We are children of the free. Another translation calls it we are children of the supernatural. We're not children of the natural. So it means that the kind of results we get should be supernatural results. Alright? Because we are children of the supernatural. So our results should reflect supernatural results. Okay? So we are not of the bond. We are of the free. So that faith is what we use to access the things that are in the supernatural. So what is that life? What is that Christian life that is a life of faith? What is that life of a believer, you and I, that is a life of faith? The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11, 6, it said, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. It said, He that will come to God must believe that He is, and then He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Okay? So then, believers, we are born. Um, that's Galatians 4.31. Amplified Version says, So then, believers, we... Who are born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for his purpose, are not children of a slave woman, the natural, but of the free woman, the supernatural. The supernatural. We're of the free woman, the supernatural. So if we are of the free, meaning that we are of the supernatural, then it means that our results should come from the supernatural. So if we've been set free, if Christ has made us free, then the kind of results, the kind of outcome that we get should be from the supernatural. That's what he's saying. So that's what he's saying. What will your faith do for you? Mark chapter 1 verse 37. Jesus finished ministry went somewhere hid himself and then the disciples came to him and said all men seek you all men seek you that's the life of Jesus he said all men Mark 137 all men seek you what are they seeking they are seeking one who has a life that they desire. You know, when people say all the time that they don't know maybe what to do or they're not sure how to go about it or they're just in a state of confusion about certain things. The truth of the matter is if you carry something that has value, what will happen? People will seek you. People will look for you. So it's really not where you are. Some people, last week I was talking about how some people feel that, oh, because I was not born in the US or born in Canada or born in Europe, I'm disadvantaged. Jesus was somewhere. And they came to him and said what? all men 
seek you. Why were they looking for him? Why? Because he carries something. There's something on him that they want. There's a value he brings into every establishment. There's something he carries into every space that he enters. There's something on him that people are looking for. That is drawing the attention of men. So he says, all men seek you. Our Christian walk is a life of faith. We live by faith. We live by faith continually. So anywhere you find yourself, what happens? Your testimony should be like Jesus. All men seek you. In your office, in your environment, at home. Are you a solution carrier? Are you the one that carries solution? Such that anytime you show up, oh, they are happy. Oh, yes, and now we're going to solve that problem. He's here. We're going to solve that problem. She's here. And people pick up their phone and they just want to call you and talk to you. They don't even know if you have the solution, but they know that by talking to you, something will happen. All men seek you. All men seek you. Why? Because there's value on you. There's something you carry. So when you have that consciousness that you carry something, there's something on you. The way you compact yourself, the way you move, the way you live your life, the way you go about the things that you go, it's with grace. It's with grace. So you become a solution carrier. It's the life that we are called to live as believers. We can't do all these things by ourselves. We have to do it by the supernatural. So it means that the kind of results that we get, the kind of experiences that we have, will be supernatural experiences. That's what it means. That It means that we will not have an ordinary life. It means that the things that happen to people ordinarily will not happen to us. What it means is that you and I will begin to walk in another kind of realm. We may be under the same roof, under the same environment, but our experiences will be different. Why? Because we are not of the bond, we are of the free. We are of the supernatural. We are born out of the supernatural. And faith is a work of the supernatural. So we are born out of that. So it should be a lifestyle. It should be an everyday thing. I'm going to share with us a few things, about six or seven of them, of how that your Christian walk and Christian um, um, living and the life of faith that you exhibit should go beyond some mundane things. You know, in this part of the world, there are certain things in quotes, we use our faith for. We use our faith for PHCN. I'm telling you. Use our faith for PHCN. Use our faith to buy a car. Use our faith to pay school fees. Use our faith to pay house rent. Use our faith to recharge phone. Recharge card. I mean, so it appears that the idea of faith has been trampled upon. So I was asking myself, what do we really use our faith for? Because if you go to somewhere like Europe or go to US and tell, oh, oh you came out and your testimony is that you bought a car. Oh, Jesus. You will be of all men the most miserable. That's your testimony. You come out in front of the church. I want to thank the Lord. God did a good thing. What did he do? I just bought a car. And they'll be like, really? And you say, I fasted. I prayed. I sowed some seed. Really? They'll ask you, why didn't you call the insurance company? Or why didn't you just use your credit card? Why? Because they set up a system where for you to communicate faith to them, it has to go beyond natural things. 
For you to communicate God to them, it has to go beyond, oh, bless the Lord, I didn't have anything to eat. Then somebody just walked in and gave me something to eat. Oh, my people, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And everybody starts dancing. It goes beyond all that. Yes, there is, it happens, but you now begin to realize that there is an essence of faith that supersedes all these mundane things. There is something about faith that requires men to seek you. There is something about the value you carry that Christ has put on you that requires people to look for you. Why? Because you carry solution. So when you carry solution to something, faith to move mountains, faith to impact people, faith to change a nation, begins to well up inside of you. Mandela says, your playing small does not serve the world. That's what Mandela said. He said, anybody who is not aiming for world domination is underutilizing what God has put inside him. That's the truth. Anybody, I don't care if the person right now is pushing cats on the road. What God has put inside that person is world domination. It's world domination. The truth of the say, oh, well, pastor, how? Look at my life. It doesn't show like that. It's because you don't know it yet. You don't. That's why you think that that's where you are. But if you know it, if you come to that understanding, your faith will have something to push. Your faith will have something to pull. There's some very practical approach to using your faith. Very practical. I've not seen the problem or the difficulty or the limitation that cannot be handled. I told us the other day, every one of us, every one of us, has within us, have within us the capacity to overcome anything we are going through. The reason you are the one going through it and not me is because you can overcome it. That's just the truth. There are certain problems that I may not you know go through. For example, if I'm fasting, and you bring three three or hero in front of me, it won't do me anything. I won't even think that you brought anything. But if you bring some freshly fried plantain, ah, sheka ingala, ah, oh, put some chicken beside it. I say, Lord, are you sure I should stay fast? Why? Because that is my own problem. <laughs> person, it is Louis Louis. Four wraps stacked on each other. By the time he sees that mountain, say, Lord, you understand. This fasting ends now. That's the... So, the reason you are going through what you are going is because you can overcome it. But you just don't know yet. You just don't know. The Bible says there were many virgins in the land when the angel came to Mary. Why her? I, I want to believe that she was not the first person that the angel came to. But some others did not know they have capacity to receive what the angel was saying. See, they were, why would the Bible say that there were many virgins? Why? Just to let us know that ah, she was not the first person. But she was the one that by faith received it. And said that this thing that looks impossible can actually happen. By faith received it. Received it. Hebrews chapter 11.
from verse 1 It says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. That's New Living Translation. Faith shows. It shows. It shows. It shows. It means that I can see faith. I can see faith. It shows. It shows. It shows. I can see it. I can see it. And many times in scripture, the Bible would say of Jesus, and he saw their faith. Seeing their faith. He saw their faith. Faith shows. It shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So we understand quite alright that there are things we cannot see. Yes. The Bible made it very clear. Yes, there are things we cannot see. But science tells us that if you can't see it, then that's not it. If it's not, if it does, if it does not show up to you physically, then that's not it. But the Bible tells us, yes, there are things we cannot see. So be rest assured in your work of faith that yes, there are things you cannot see. But faith shows. <laughs> oh, you're not getting me. You cannot see it, but faith shows. It shows it. It brings it alive. It makes it come alive. Faith shows. It shows it. It shows the reality. It shows the reality of the things we hope for. We cannot see it, but faith shows it. It shows it. Verse 2, it says, through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed by God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Listen to me. By faith, you and I understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, by the command of God. The worlds were framed. The worlds were framed. The worlds were framed. Everything that we that we see were framed. We're framed by the command of God. And that's what he said. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It means that the things we now see, their origin is not from something we, we, we could see before. It means that, I told us last week that any future you desire and you're not seeing is the one you've not created. That's the future you've not created future you desire at all but you've not seen it it's because you've not created it so the first thing to understand is that faith shows outwardly in what you're involved in faith shows whatever you're involved in whatever idea whatever vision whatever dream whatever project you're involved in right now faith shows your faith can be seen outwardly. It can be seen from the things you're doing and how you're doing it, how you're going about it. Your faith shows. It shows whether you're walking in faith or not. It shows. And then the second thing is that you understand what the will of God is. The Bible says that by faith we, we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. Ephesians 5, 17, it says know what the will of God is don't be unwise but know what the will of God is then the third thing is that you understand that you have everything required to create anything you desire you have everything required to create anything 
you have everything to create anything. Because if God by his command began to frame the world and the Bible tells us that we now see some things that were not in existence before because God began to frame it then it means that if I take a hold of God's word and I begin to frame my world I will see the things that are not there right now that's what he's saying I will see the things that are not there right now the Bible understands that they are not there right now yes we cannot see them now they are not there but when I take God's word and I begin to frame my world by the command of the word of God and I begin to frame my world design my world create my world I will see it eventually that's what he's saying so I have everything required I say pastor but I need I need this I need that yes it's true I agree I understand but the fact remains that you have it you have it already everything required to create a future that you desire that God has put in your heart you have it the same way our father God is he framed the world by his command such that things that did not exist came into existence framed it verse 4 it was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man and God showed his approval of his gifts Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. So the fourth thing there is you understand that faith is consistent with your belief. It's consistent. It's consistent. You see, Enoch was known as a person who pleased God. They knew him that this guy, this is him. They knew him, they knew him that he was a person who pleased God. They knew that this is his pattern. This is his life. So faith is consistent with your belief. You cannot just say, oh, um, um, the Bible says that we have in the same spirit of faith. I believe and therefore I speak. He said we believe and therefore we speak. So they knew Enoch as one who pleased God. He was consistent with his life pattern. People knew him. Question, what do people know you about? Know about you? A project you're doing, an idea you're, champ you're championing, a vision in your heart, a dream in your heart. That five years ago, they knew you were chasing this dream. And they see you today and say, ah, boy, you're still doing this. Yes, so I'm still in it. I'm still in it. I have faith in it. I believe it. No. That's why they seek Jesus. Say, all men seek you. Because he has value for something. There's something he carries. So they are seeking him for that thing. So understand that faith is consistent with your belief. You believe something. You stay on it because you believe it. You stay on it. There's a vision in your heart. There's a dream. An idea that God has given to you. You stay on it. You stay on it. It's consistent. They knew him. That's enough for you. Anybody you go and ask, oh Enoch, oh that's him with God that's his life with God oh Enoch oh that's him oh Enoch oh that's him he told us the story of I met a classmate of mine um, I think I haven't seen her in maybe almost 20 years or so in high school and I saw her and then she was like you pastor I said yes I said wow you've been doing this for a long time 
then she started telling me stories of how I used to gather them together and have fellowship in high school and all that and I was like some of those things I don't even remember <laughs> but they remember because they, they knew the impact so if I didn't believe maybe you should have seen me and said ah what are you doing now oh I'm a banker now I'm a banker I work in the bank I work in the bank I say, ah big boy you know people can just praise you and hail you for foolishness for things that is outrightly out of your destiny. And you too. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's how we roll. That's how you roll to where? Roll out of your destiny. But faith is consistent with something. With what? What God has called you into. It's consistent in it. What's God asking you to do? You know, it's easy for people to be consistent in, in anything and rubbish. And just say, oh, consistency is the key. Consistency is not the key. You can be consistently on the wrong road. consistently on the wrong road. Say, ah, they say we should be consistent. I'm consistent. Where are you going, Abuja? Ah, where did they send you, Lagos? Ah, but I'm consistent. Yes, you will get to Abuja eventually. But you get there and find out that that's not where you were sent. So the people that you were sent to in Lagos, what would have happened to them? What would have happened to them? So it's all about impact. You are graced for people. For people. For people. Think of your life like that. I carry something for people. All men seek me. I carry something for people. So that my faith can work. My faith can go into action for something. I carry something for people. It's beyond me. All men seek me. So when you are consistent with your faith. Be sure that you are consistent in the thing that God has graced you for. If you are consistent in other things, you might be getting some kind of result, but you will not make maximum impact. And the people that require that impact would have suffered. And then God will be looking for a way to route you back to where you ought to be. Understand that faith gives you access to do what has never been done before. It gives you access. Look at verse 7. It said it was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about things that had never happened before. So the dream in your heart, the vision in your heart. Say pastor, ah, I don't see, I've not seen anybody that has done it before. So what? Imagine God coming to, 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 to Noah. Say, build me a large boat. And motivational speakers will tell you, look for someone that has done it before. Copy the model. Who was Noah's model? Who? who, who? Joshua. <laughs> who? Is himself. Who was his model? Who was he looking to to copy? Whose profile on Instagram did he go and check? Who? Who did he consult that um, in building an ark? Can you give me the specifications and dimensions and the length and breadth of what? Can you tell me the materials to use? Who? Who did he consult? Who? It has never been done before. And then God gives you a dream that somebody has done before. And you are still joking with it. Come on. Gives you an idea. You see. And then our excuse is that. Eh, lots of people doing it everywhere. Many people are doing it. So. But God gave it to you. There is a reason he gave it to you. There is a reason he put the dream in your heart. There is a reason he put the vision in your heart. There is a reason he put that idea. That thought in your heart. There is a reason. There's a reason. So faith gives you access to do what has never been done before. So by faith, Noah built an ark. He built a boat at the command of God. So he wasn't just consistently building a boat for himself. No, at the command of God. There was a desire God put in his heart. Something that has never been done before, never happened before. 
by faith he did that number 6 understand that faith will lead you into a future yet unseen faith will lead you into a future yet unseen now picture this picture it very well in 5 years in 10 years in 15 years in 20 years where do you see yourself what do you see yourself doing what's the vision in your heart what's the future that god has put inside of you verse 8 he said it was by faith that abraham obeyed when god called him to leave home and go to another land that god would give him as his inheritance He went without knowing where he was going. He went without knowing where he was going. So faith gives you access to a future yet unseen. A future that many have not seen, but it's in your heart. The picture is there. It's in your heart. The picture is there. Faith gives you access to it. You begin to stretch and believe God and trust him faith gives you access to it so that you can bring that future to now and truly there's really nothing like a future every future is now every future is now i'll prove it to you i'll prove it to you tomorrow you go to work Right? When you get home, you plan the clothes you want to wear, the shoe and everything prepared and then tomorrow comes and you plan that you leave the house at so so time and get to the office at so time, right? Good. When you get home tonight and you don't do any of those things, just go to bed and don't think about tomorrow don't plan any of those things will tomorrow come will tomorrow meet you in the future that you desire no why because you didn't do anything now so what is tomorrow now 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 so the question is what are you doing now the dream in your heart what are you doing about it now oh pastor i can write to i can write to africa when my book comes out have you seen people talk like that oh all these people are writing book they don't know how to write book oh this is this author it's not author when i roll out my books ah, ah come and see come and see come and see now i've been writing since i was in secondary school are you doing now that book will never come out if you're not doing anything about it now so god saw a future for a world and then he began to frame he was calling the things that be not as though they were calling it today he wasn't calling it tomorrow oh you're not getting me shakata he wasn't calling it when he saw everything he was calling it when they were not there shakata he was calling them to be when they were not there when it looked like there was nothing he was calling everything to be because he knew that tomorrow is now it's what i do now so if i say it today then i'm creating my tomorrow if i call it today i'm creating my future if i speak it today it's coming to pass tomorrow If I don't speak it today and call it to pass, then I have no future I'm creating. Then there is nothing I'm creating anywhere. There's nothing I'm creating anywhere. So by faith I access a future yet unseen. It's not seen, but I created. I created. I don't care how long, but I created. I'm creating my future. I'm creating my future. Number 7 Understand that faith qualifies you for what you did not qualify for by natural limitations. 
qualifies you look at verse 9 and even when he reached the land god promised him he lived there by faith for he was like a foreigner living in tents and so did isaac and jacob who inherited the same promise look at verse 11 it was by faith that sarah was able to have a child though she was barren and was too old she believed that god will keep his promise she believed that god will keep his promise she was barren she was too old those were natural limitations those were things that limited her yet she believed that god would keep his promise she believed So what you do not qualify for naturally the things that limits you naturally my family is from the backest of the backest of the back naturally my highest qualification is lesson not even primary is lesson you know lesson lesson is lesson Those are natural limitations made by men. That's what the Bible is saying. He said Sarah believed. He said though she was barren and old. Barren and old. She was so limited by natural means. Yet faith accessed and brought it out and delivered to her what limited her naturally. What is the limitation around you naturally now? There's an access of faith that can deliver it to you. So the dreams in your heart, the vision in your heart, it may be too big for you, but it's not too big for God. So faith is what access it and bring it to pass. Access it, take it from the realm of the supernatural and bring it to the natural. So it qualifies you. for what you did not qualify for by natural limitations the things that limit you naturally i've heard testimonies and testimonies the thing is it's not the problem is not with god what god wants to do it's not the, that's not the problem the problem most times it is how big is that god in us how big of the dream do we have i've seen people work in multinationals without a certificate they are not any small people multi pay multi pay multi pay so what's the natural limitation accept it yes but reach out for a faith that can supersede that limitation and give to you deliver to you what you don't qualify for naturally that people will ask you plus did you know the md there do you know the chairman are you friends with the no i don't know anybody delivered to me by faith if you choose to believe it that it's possible and consistently anchor your faith on it and the things the desires that god has put in your heart you begin to frame your world then a future will come a future will come you know growing up as kids as i close there are certain things that we remember the most you know our parents would tell us oh i will buy you this i will buy you that i will buy you that Most of the time those are the things we remember the most more than the big things we remember all those little things more than the big thing oh there was a time they bought us a, a bicycle yes but you remember mostly how how you did not have because that was the picture that was consistently painted 
in your mind. That was the picture that was consistently there. Yes, there was a time something happened. You now have. But what you remember is that, oh, how we suffered a whole lot. How that the common phrase in the house was that, don't trouble me, Joe. Come meet your mother. Don't trouble me, Joe. Um, come, is your father not there? Things like that. Because that was the consistent phrase. That was the consistent phrase. Imagine if you now take the word of God and it becomes your consistent phrase. It becomes your consistent phrase. Framing your world. What the Bible say in Jeremiah 23, 29? It said, it's not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. You don't take a hammer and hit it once. Boom. No, what do you do? Consistently. 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 Knowing one thing that is going in. So when you're framing your future consistently, knowing one thing that is creating, is creating. When you take a hammer and you're hitting, and it has not gone in fully and you stop. You stop because you believe that that's the end. But if you know it's, it's still going in, what do you do? You continue hitting. So he said, it's not my word like fire. Is it not like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? I've not seen the rock. I've not seen the limitation that the word of God cannot break. Stand to your feet. It breaks it in pieces. It sets you on a new course, a new path. It sets you on something. It sets you on something. That's the lifestyle of a believer. That's the lifestyle of a Christian. That's why we are Christians. That's why we are believers. That's our lifestyle. That's how we live. We live by faith. We frame our world by faith. Everything around us, we frame it by faith. We see into the supernatural. And then we begin to call them. We're not calling things just because we just want to call things. No. We're calling things because that's the life that God has given to us. So when we say to the supernatural, I started by saying, know the will of God. You know what the will of God is for you. So in your company, in your office, in your business, in your idea, what's the will of God for that business? If the will of God is that by this time next year, that business should be running into millions of dollars. And you're still in thousands of naira. And you don't know. But when you get in the presence of God and know what that will is, you now say, hey, you now begin to call it forth. You begin to bring it closer. You begin to frame the world and frame the business, frame the idea. You begin to frame it and call it to be exactly what you have seen in the realm of the spirit. What God has put in your heart. That's what God told Abraham. Nations. Oh, really? That's your will for me? Okay, now I know. So I create a world. Father of nations. Father of nations. Lift your hands to heaven. There is a future that God has put inside of you. And that future needs to come to pass. Your faith is your anchor. Your faith is your anchor. Talk to God. Whatever adjustment the Spirit of God will help you make, whatever adjustment that God will have you make, if it's to realign the dream or the vision, and give Him permission, give Him permission to walk in you that dream. God wants to bring it to pass. Yes, it's bigger than you. We know. We know. It is God working in you to bring it to pass. 
many adversaries. We know. There are many limitations. Yes, we know. It looks like I don't qualify naturally. Yes, we know. Nobody has done it before. Yes, we know. That is the lifestyle of a Christian. That is the lifestyle. Ask God for help. This season, you need to break through into big things and great things. This season, you need to enter a realm where you are thinking beyond you. Thinking of mighty things and big things and great things to do. And begin to frame your world. Father, we thank you this morning. I ask, Lord, for everyone under the sound of my voice. For grace to walk worthy of the call that you have called each and every one to. And to pursue with consistency and zeal the dreams and passions that you have planted in our hearts. To stand out. And like Jesus, our testimony will be that all men seek us. Not for fame, but because we have a value to deliver to our world. Because we have something to offer this generation that you have graced us with. So Lord, I pray, everyone under the sound of my voice, let grace find expression. Let grace find expression. Let strength come to pursue after the things that you have put in their heart to do big ideas, the big dreams, the great things and to overcome every obstacle, every limitation there is so that you alone will be glorified. In Jesus precious name we pray. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.